Hi guys, on this week's show we're looking at Ranson, Director, Defoe, Edgeofaw, Plummer, Forster, Owen and Washington. Tonight we're looking at 2006's Inside Man. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, Stevie. Uh, and I'm the other host, Steve-O. Steve-O, how are you doing? I'm alright, Stevie, how are you? Not bad, mate, not bad at all. Um, we hopefully are giving you a little bit of a tip about what the episode is about. The big tip would be if you'd read the fucking title before you played the podcast, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, no, <sorry>. <laughs> perhaps, yeah, yeah. This is one we recommend you watch before because it's a twisty one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a wiggly worm. It's a good it's a good it, it is. Yeah, it's um it's here, it's there, it's every fucking where. It's like man. It's really be watchable in it. It's really I watched yeah. that while ago and I watched it again. It's still as good. Yeah, it, Spike Lee's Inside Man. Not a Spike Lee film, to to my mind, wasn't yeah. what I expect from a Spike Lee film. Doesn't feel like it at all. No. It doesn't mean it's not a good movie. I, Spike Lee's one of those blind spots of mine john um that i haven't seen enough and and i, I promised myself to start of the year i would make an effort to see more spitely movies i right. watched uh, i uh, watched the five bloods earlier on in the year which i loved i've already told the podcast about that i'm pretty sure i finally finally got around to watching do the right thing which i right. absolutely adored for the, the wrong reasons of course for the well for the right reasons but for the wrong reasons it's a good movie <laughs> uh, when it shouldn't be i've not seen old boy and i won't watch it i just won't watch it i'm i'm, I'm out with that the remake or the original? Yeah, yeah, the remake. No, he didn't make yeah. the original. No, it's really Yeah, the original is amazing. The remake is like, why, why bother? I didn't even. It's not that I didn't watch it because obviously who was done it and who was in it. It's because I just couldn't. I watched that and the original. I was blown away. So I thought, you know what? There's no point in me watching anything else because to me that that shock factor for that film was amazing. I agree. I'm just looking through his his his, his movie. Uh, his movies that he's he's done he's he's done a fair few uh videos he actually did the uh the music video for one of my favorite pieces of music of all time one of my favorite this is songs i guess it's not a song uh which is uh, white lines don't do it oh <laughs> man I thought you were going to say Rick Astley. <laughs> and the other one, he did Michael Jackson's They Don't Care About Us and Michael Jackson's They Don't Care About Us prison version. Ooh. Which arguably uh, should be every uh, every version. I've seen He Got Game. I've seen uh, Summer of Sam. Pretty sure that's, was that him? Summer yeah. of Sam? Yeah, Summer of Sam's brilliant and yeah. terrible at the same time. Slow but uh, good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So he's he's a great, great filmmaker, but this wasn't what I expected from him. Yeah, Ron Howard was attached to it first, but I think he went off and read an R script and done something else. Did he? Did he? Yeah. Did he piss off and do the narration for Arrested <laughs> Development instead? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Glamour Man, but it was something else. <laughs> Never done Glamour Man. <laughs> uh, did he not make the? Did he not have something? To, I was going to say, did he not have something to do with uh, the film? His daughter was a mermaid in, but that was M Night Shyamalan. 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 The woman in the water. 
the girl? The lady in the water, yeah. Lady in the water. Now, yeah. She may not be a lady, but she's all woman. She's all water. Except the bit where, she... <laughs> Except the bit where she's fish. Yeah. God damn it, Paul Giamatti. Oh, it's a Paul Giamatti movie. Can't do an impression of him either. You'll be glad to know. What year was it, John, this one? So we're looking at 2006. Film-wise, we're looking at Hits and Misses again. One of my, my favourite James Bond movies is Casino Royale. That was out in 2006. Um, Don't love it. Maybe need to watch it again. Don't love it. I, I wasn't into Daniel Craig at the time. T- not till Skyfall. I think I think what happened was once um, the Quantum of Source came out, it really annoyed me, the fact that it continued a story and I'd never seen it and I hated it. But Casino Royale, I just, it was just all around good. I really enjoyed okay. it. Okay. Um, the Prestige. Oh, I'd written something down about the prestige in this one, actually. The, the prestige is in my probably my top 25 movies of all time. I do not give a fuck. Right? At, me, at me, people. Yeah, I, it, come, is, it is the perfect me. movie. It is, it is perfect That's in every good. way. And they, and they killed the girl from Coyote Ugly. So, yes. You know. <laughs> double prizes, double prizes. But that's the thing. It's, it's, a, it's a long movie, but it's so rewarding. I really is it a it. long movie, though? Does oh, it ever I? feel like a long movie? No, I didn't. The first time, but then I watched it the second time just to catch up, and it's quite a long movie. But the first time, I was, I was totally in awe. I, um, if I'm ever having a low day, I do think about dr- drowning my clones. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think about it on a regular thing. Oh, I feel awful. I wish I could play clones and drown my own clones. Drown your own clones. <laughs> creating like, like creating clones like that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hammer. Fly machine. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Deja Vu, which was another... Uh, Denzel Washington film that was a bit strange for him. Oh, is that, you ever is seen that it? kind of the timey wimey kind of yeah, it's the, the time traveling yeah the time traveling one and it's like yeah I hate uh, it. there's a lot of Hawaiian shirts in it yes that's it only, only they, two, as Homer says only two types of guys should wear Hawaiian shirts uh, gay guys and big fat party animals <laughs> I was going to say doesn't look like a big fat party animal I was going to say Hawaiians <laughs> <laughs> I disagree of course uh, but I am a big fat party animal <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> big party big, we call you the big party 300 Blood Diamond, which I, I liked. Ne- uh, never DiCaprio. seen it. Never seen it. Never, I went never, through never a period of, of hating on DiCaprio. I really did. Was it because of the beach? Uh, no, I love the beach. Absolutely love the beach. And only saw the beach probably about five years ago. Right. And right. It, was, it was down to that. It was down to that kind of that period of time where I hated on him. I think because he upset... Uh, Ewan McGregor Ewan McGregor and when Danny Boyle fell out because that bloody yeah, film and it, it, yeah, it wasn't yeah. worth it I don't think it was worth it I really don't I, I would like to read I would like to read the book because I do, I do I do like the movie but you're right it's probably not Danny Boyle's best yeah therefore but yeah that was that was that was 2006 in a nutshell Steve it's uh, quite it's quite Steve. a year thanks very much Steve-O <laughs> I'm pretty sure I referred to you as the J word earlier on um Oh, you blew my cover! You blew my cover! <laughs> Chance would be a fine thing. Uh, <laughs> I'll blow your bloody cover. <laughs> That's what he said. God, this has become dad cast. That's his went, uh, his went in hell really quickly, hasn't it? <laughs> Just, so, 100 Things We Learned From Film is the podcast where you get all your useless 
information about shit that happens in the film, stuff that isn't related to the movie, but is often related to the things that are discussed. John goes away, comes up with 70 ha! things. I go away, come up with 70 odd things, and then whittle it down to 70. Yes, you do, Stevie. We get yes, you do. 100. Oh, shit. I've done it again. You're rubbish at this. Even written on my screen, I can't do this. Uh, I would wilt under uh, <laughs> under, <laughs> under pressure. <laughs> I would absolutely, Mashugana. Oh. That's exactly what would happen. So we're going to talk about Inside Man. You ready to get on with the movie? Yes, let's oh. do it. Let's do this, Stevie. Nice one. Good stuff. So the movie the movie opens with with a with a song with a piece of music the song is chaya chaya it's one of those i really kind of liked it and i remember it from a few things but I, i'm not sure what and it must it must be this and i think possibly a pussycat dolls thing it's, was that chaya chaya or was that something else it's got a vibe about it it's either holly valance or the pussycat dolls one of the two <laughs> holly valance <laughs> wow it's been 10 years since anybody's thought about holly valance and, and here we are here we are ladies back. and gentlemen john steve-o john, <laughs> john stomvo has bought back holly valance for y'all. This is Chaya Chaya by Sukhwinder Sukhwinder Singh uh, and uh, I can't read my own writing. Sapana Aswali was released originally in 1998. Still sounds good. I like it. I was was popping away to it. It was good. Enjoyed it. Um, It is... Uh, it was composed by a Ra- uh, by a a Raman, uh, who is a Bollywood composer, musical composer, and it is from the film. Can't read my own writing. Dis- Dilset, which is a uh, romantic love story type Bollywood movie. Yeah. It's about nine hours long, which is how you know it's a Bollywood movie. Uh, I've seen a lot of seventies Bollywood movies, seventies and eighties Bollywood movies as a kid because I had um, few a few Sikh mates at school. And they're brilliant, and they weren't subtitled because my mate. Why would they? Why would they? You're the minority in that party. Yeah, I, I was. I was the same. I was the same. But I'm. I'm telling you now, mate. It don't matter because they're fucking brilliant. Oh, mate! And, and if you've no idea what's going on right now, someone's about to get get battered with kung fu action, and then there's a shootout, and then moments later, there's a kissing scene. Yeah, and everybody's just dancing their ways as if it's a musical. Yeah, absolutely. That was the same environment. It was so good. I've got to give a shout-out to Bollywood comedy of the last kind of 10, 15 years. Nobody is funnier, to my mind, than Indi- Indians. When it comes to when it comes to comedy, these guys have got it right down. Bollywood comedy is good. I think it's called Four Idiots. Four, three or Four Idiots is very, very funny. Uh, very funny indeed. No, there's a couple of guys I used to work with in India. Do listen to the podcast. Uh, I wasn't in India. They were. Um, but they, they, they listen to the podcast. Um, and yeah. Give it a go. Dead, dead key, yeah, dead keen to uh, to promote the kind of stuff that they love. So we'll start with four things from that, shall we? Yep. We're about to start picking people up in a van, <laughs> which uh, which is a little bit Silence of the Lambs. So we find this character just talking into a screen. It's your man Owen. I want to. Say, I keep wanting to say Owen Wilson. Wow, it's <laughs> Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> and he's talking into the, the thing. He's going, I've got a terribly broken nose. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, he's going, my name's Dalton Russell. 
pay strict attention to what I say because I choose my words. Anyway, I'm not going to do it because I can't keep doing it. Yeah. That's not even an impression. <laughs> Squeak. I choose my words carefully. I never repeat myself. I think oh, I think he's a terrible actor, by the way. I do, I've never liked him in anything. Clive Owen? Clive Owen. Yeah, I never liked him in anything. Uh, watch Children of Men again recently. It's much better than I remember. But him oh, and Michael Caine just shouting at each other for a couple of scenes. It's just it's like, it's like that 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 scene from the Marx Brothers movie where they're in front of the mirror and they're just doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, over and over. Yeah, um, I choose my words carefully, and I never repeat myself. I told you my name. That's the who. The where could most readily be described as a prison cell, but there's a vast difference between being stuck in a tiny cell and being in prison. That's what is easy. Recently, I planned and set in motion events to execute the perfect bank robbery. That's also the when. As for the why, beyond the obvious financial motivation, it's exceedingly simple, because I can, which leaves us only with the how. And therein, as the bard would tell us, lies the rub. But what he hasn't mentioned is the prestige. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the prestige? And we'll come to that. Uh, It's going to make the fucking bird reappear. Uh, sorry, well, we're going to ruin the fucking prestige throughout this. I'm really, know, really, we really if, are. You ain't, if you ain't seen it, go away and watch it, please, because it's oh, mwah, chef's kiss. This, this, this Shakespeare quote, by the way, the Bard is Shakespeare. For those that don't know, it's a misquote from Hamlet, a regular misquote. They all say therein lies the rub, but actually, the line is. Hey, there's the rub. Hey, there's the rub. He was uh, Hamlet was very famously uh, Italian American. <laughs> hey, there's the rub already. <laughs> so now we're picking people up in the van from everywhere, aren't they? They're just going around the streets. It's like they've seen it a bloody the beginning of uh, the Dark Knight when when the Joker's just standing in the corner waiting for the van to come. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, yeah, this was this was before that, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, okay. So basically, what we're learning is that, uh, that that everything that Nolan does is ripped off. Um, <laughs> so we start at the Cyclone roller coaster, which is where John. Any ideas? Um, just beside the Cyclone Beach. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but it's a place you know. Where's the fairground in New York City? Is it no? Is it Santa Monica? <laughs> no, it's Coney Island. Oh, it's lost. <laughs> yeah. So he picks up. He basically, I think, where who he's picking up there is is Ajax from the Warriors, uh, or not? Um, the Cyclone roller coaster was d- designed by a guy called Vernon P. Keenan was opened in 1927 and in 1988 became one of New York City's landmarks. So apparently it's just as important as the Statue of Liberty. Don't get telling the Americans that. They'll kick off. Wow. Uh, just a bit more exciting. I know. Yeah, yeah, totally. We're driving around 43 minutes. Oh, sorry. Yes, the expressway. We're on the expressway. So I checked out how long it would take you on the Brooklyn Expressway from Coney Island to Wall Street, 43 minutes in rush hour. I looked last night, and when I looked, it was basically rush hour in New York. New York. Well, New York. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's a a fair bit, isn't it? How how far away is it? How many miles? 
That I didn't. That I, that I can't tell you. I haven't. I haven't got it in front of me, so I can't tell you that. I've let myself down. Oh, People so at home. Cause, is it? Is it because they use kilometers in it? Oh. No, they don't. The Americans <laughs> don't. No, no. The Americans are, are like us in so few ways. <laughs> So we're driving to the bank. We pick up three different people in this painter's van, and the people that get out are dressed as painters. They go into the we're, – we're in the bank. There's a wee man. The wee man's playing a PSP. Did you ever have a PSP? I know. It's not, I, had, I had a couple of PSPs. I loved it. Oh, did you? Absolutely. Yes. Slapped an emulator on it and played all sorts of crazy games all did day you? long. Yeah. Oh, I loved – absolutely loved my PSP. So this painter's van, uh, they all get they all get out. And they all get into the they all get into the bank, and they all cover their faces with masks, which I'm fucking delighted with because they have their masks over their noses and their faces. Yeah, and yeah, they've done it properly. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, to all you pricks out there uh, walking around with your nose hanging out like a limp dick, uh, give it a rest and watch uh, watch it's Steve. Yeah, that's yeah, watch right. Steve's. Yeah, uh, the guard comes across and it's like, "What are you doing?" And he says, "This is a." Basically, it's a robbery. They throw in some smoke bombs and, and do everything they need to do. Yeah. Um, they cut a lot of the cameras with some sort of UV light, though, well, they don't they? They do, yeah. So they use, a, they, use like a, they use like a torch, and then as soon as they shine the torch in, it's basically it, okay, it's it done cool? for, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So the torch was, I'm going to work through these, was infrared. We find out later on it's infrared. Uh, human C, uh, 740 NMs. Uh, and infrared waves are 940 nm. So we can't see infrared waves, basically, which is very, very interesting. But obviously, it, it, it affects the recording on the cameras. Yeah. Um, Good match, though. Yeah. So there's a bit where you've all got to get – everybody get on the floor, put your hands on the floor. The rabbi doesn't – uh, and he says, come on, rabbi, you as well. You've got to do the same thing, and throws him to the floor. So it's the first kind of – in, in instance of nasty well, bastards, yeah. yeah, they're obviously nasty bastards. There's a there's a robbery. We're here to make a to take some money out. Basically, allows deposit. I've allowed, allowed the deposit. Yeah, uh, I made a large deposit earlier on. Very different. <laughs> he he kind of cable ties the door like this big hardcore cable tie thing. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen before. And I, I try to look into what it was. Help us out at home, but he, he kind of cable ties the door with what looks like a, a kind of a a crook lock. Do you remember crook locks, John? Aye, look like a, aye. Or the ones like it's like a big bike lock. But it was exactly it. like a big bike lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the copper notices the gas, um, and and he he, he looks out, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Don Russell looks out, and he puts on like this Euro trash accent, like this kind of really funny foreign Trashy. accent, really uh-huh. bad kind of accent. And puts a gun in his face. Yeah, you come close by and I start killing people. We now get down to the 11th precinct. The detectives are at second second grade detective Keith Frazier. Oh, really? Uh, Denzel (laughs) Washington. Denzel Washington. Denzel? Uh, Denzel is great, isn't he? Yeah, he can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. I've got apologies to make because I didn't used to rate him. I didn't used to like him as an actor. And it, it's only the last 10 years, as I've got older, have I really appreciated the stuff he's in. Mm-hmm. I think I watched a lot of stuff and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But now I'm dad age, <laughs> I think I appreciate Denzel. And there's a reason he's won uh, quite as much as he uh, as he's won. 
Yeah. He's, he's having a chat uh, with Sylvia, who's his, uh, who's his girlfriend. So I, I, I struggled with this. Somebody has accused him, some, some, some guy in, in, in his last bust has accused him of, of taking 170 grand. Was that yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah, so he's under investigation because 170 grand. He says, I think what's happened is he's done the bust, and the person says, "Oh, there's been 170 grand, and it's disappeared." So he, obviously, he's he, he'll be under investigation to try and find that yeah. money. Okay, so he's 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 basically in a, a, a in a line he's of in, duty yeah. Uh, kind yeah. of. Kind of thing. We just, but at no point do we see the uh, the, the Northern Irish kind of chief inspector guy coming in and going, "Fella, fella." Great show. I don't know. It really is lovely in the duty. Yeah, um, that's kind of stopping him from being up for for promotion. She wants to get married. Yeah, he wants to get a house, doesn't he? He wants to get the yeah, brother-in-laws or something. Yeah, because the brother-in-laws out of brother-in-laws out of prison, and like <laughs> it's it's kind of a throwaway thing. Yeah, the brother-in-laws out of prison, and and he's sleeping on the on the couch, and we we see one instance of the brother-in-law towards yeah, the yeah, we see that. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Kind of like what what? And <laughs> the thing I'm reading, I'm reading IMDb here, and it says uh, they finished the conversation with sweet nothings, looking forward to a romantic tryst at home that night. That's not what the movie fucking says john did you catch what the movie says did you catch what he caught what what she yeah. says she wants uh is it the guns or the it's better than that the big handcuffs. willie and the twins no, really. <laughs> and bring big willie and the twins and he says yeah yeah i'll bring big willie and the twins yeah nice. he's his partner isn't he oh who's his partner his partner is bill mitchell Oh, I've put you on the hook here, haven't you? No, no, it's his, name, his character's name is Bill Mitchell. Yeah, what's the actor called, John? Oh, for life, me, I can't remember, mate. Oh, it's just <laughs> not my mind. Do you remember? I'm going to mess it up, yeah, but I don't mind messing it up. And apologies to the fine Oscar-nominated actor, uh, Chetwell Ajayafor. I think I've got Ajayafor right. I believe it's Nigerian. But I could be wrong. I'm so sorry. No, no, uh, fine actor. Though. Fine. British actor, yeah, great real. English actor, loved him in, in. I loved him in the thing I saw him in. In the first thing I saw him in, which is Kinky Boots. I love him. Oh in Kinky yeah, Boots. I remember that. Jesus, he's so good. He's so yeah, good. he's brilliant. He's got range. He's he has got range. He has got range. He looks pretty good in those foxy boots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 12, 12 years a slave. Amazing film. Nominated, didn't win, which I would argue shows uh, Hollywood's um, yeah, kind, of, kind of very white side. Later uh, side. Uh, yeah, unfortunately so. Um, but Lupita Nyong'o won. Uh, she was uh, Best Supporting Actress. Well, I don't know what they call it now because they, they don't call it anymore. I think they call Supporting it... Actor. Yeah, best best supporting actor in a female role, and rightly so. But yeah, he he didn't win, and he should have done because uh, that's a movie that I am so glad I saw, but I never need to see again. Never yeah, ever need to see again. It's, it's, it's a long, it's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, but I love him. I absolutely love him. Ah, oh, the, the the chief comes in and he says, "Oh, I've I've we've we've got a job for you. There's there's a uh, there's a hostage situation." down at the bank. He says, I thought I was in the doghouse. He says, I just threw you a bone. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, but they're like both kind of like, whoa, this is it. This is, we've got it. This we've is it. We're going to make first. He says no, that, no, didn't he? We're going yeah. to make first. We're going to make first, yeah. 
um, this massive tactical truck arrives. This huge kind of G.I. Oh, Joe cop tactical truck arrives. It's brilliant. And, and, whoop, and, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, I love it. And they're moving all the people out of the way. I really, really want one. Um, I've missed loads of things that I was going to talk about. They're at 20 Exchange Place. Now, 20 Exchange Place is real. It's a real building. Yep. It is the former Citibank Farmers Trust. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I can't imagine there being too many farmers in New York City right now. Nope. Uh, it's now uh, a cigar bar, apparently, or oh, was, well. certainly when they were making the movie. So I don't know if it is still that. I missed... Oh, he says, the cop The cop says, oh, yeah, the guy leaned out and stuck a, th- uh, a three fifty seven Magnum uh, in my face. In my face. Yeah. And the three fifty seven Magnum, who's famous for using one of those? Do you know? Uh, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry, that's absolutely right. Which is why the 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 the, the woman, when he's he's got the old Jewish woman, uh, it's why she says, "Oh, go on, shoot me, make my day." <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I love you. Um, <laughs> it takes nine millimeter bullets. Uh, was an, originally made by Smith and Wesson and Winchester. It's some gun, man. It's some um, gun. It's got. It's got- Presence. It's but got gun presence. It has got gun presence. A hand cannon, uh, I think, is what it's also called. Uh, when when he's talking to the old woman, she says to him, "Oh, don't! Uh, how can you make me get undressed, Misha Goyan?" She says, "How can you make me get undressed, Misha Goyan?" And Goyan, uh, I, I looked up on my uh, my new favourite website, which is uh, the Yiddish translator <laughs> from from last week. From Yiddish now. Yeah. <laughs> Goyim means non-Jew or Gentile, basically. So uh, she's okay. basically saying, "You, you non-Jewish, non-Jewish guy." Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe from what I read, it's a it's a slur. Far from it. Um, it's just what they're. Uh, what yeah, they're just, just a fact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, new character, and this is why we picked this, wasn't it? You said to me last week. Uh, yeah, let, let's do one of this guy's movies. Who is it? It's a, it's a, oh, a R.I.P. buddy. It's a Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer, yeah, R.I.P. Indeed. R.I.P. At the time of recording, he died earlier on this a week. Again, great actor, fantastic, uh, fantastic actor. A lot of things. Didn't realise he was Canadian. I was certain he was British. Um, oh yeah, cause he's got he's got that sort of um, that that style. You know, I mean, he's got that old school style, but better mind, he's been there for a long time. I mean, Sound of Music, uh, Star Trek, he's just, oh, that, that monologue at the end, is, oh, it's just brilliant, brilliant. The guy's a legend. What Rachel made was he uh, he escaped the Nazis in The Sound of Music uh, and never escaped the Nazis in this movie. Certainly we'll come- not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's called Mr. Case, isn't he? He's called Mr. Case. Yeah, yep. and it's his bank, Arthur Case. So they ring him, and the secretary says, "Oh, one of the one of the banks has been uh, one of your banks has been to," and he says, "Oh, is is everybody okay? You know, is everybody okay?" And she says, "Oh, yeah, it appears so. Absolutely. Uh, what branch is it? Oh, it's Twenty Exchange Place." And he changes completely, doesn't he? Yeah, he changes completely. It's like, on, yeah. oh, what's going on there? Fraser arrives at the uh, at, at, at the basically at the at the scene of the, the crime. Sergeant Collins, who was the guy that got uh, got the gun in the face, he's a, a real kind of oh, New York Italian old school guy. guy. <laughs> he really is. He's, he's, uh, he's, got no, he's got no filter. No, no he, doesn't, he doesn't. And there's a bit later on which which made me kind of ooh, that's uncomfortable, but also. Yeah. 
it, it's it's a great. <laughs> I mean, the, the way Denzel's character handles it is fantastic. Um, so he tells him what he's seen, what's happened, and what's going on. So the the robbers uh, basically take every. So the robbers separate them, don't they? They separate yes. them the into bank, staff. bank, yeah, staff, yeah, and then non-staff. Yeah. Separate them up and then take all their phones off them. But that 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 um, the the bank manager. Peter, has, has, Peter Hammond is called. He hasn't got his phone, so yeah. um, Clive Owen's character just starts going through the bag, ringing them all, or looking for them, and the contacts sees one, and then he plays it. It's Gold Digger for Kanye West. <laughs> it's Gold Digger, <laughs> um, and I was what like, uh, "What? I don't understand. Why would that be that man's? Why uh, would they have that ringtone? But it was just so like, oh, yeah. no." <laughs> Uh, and you think is that is that acceptable for a uh, for a bank manager to have? His yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. he suffered for it because he got a hell of a kicking in that room. Oh, he? he takes him into the room and he batters. Yeah, him. but before that, he goes into the room, then he? and then just starts doing this sort of motion as if am I thinking about it? What should I do here? And then just comes straight out, grabs him. And he comes running out. Yeah, he comes yeah, out of pace. And and you're like, oh, hi, pal. Uh, Gold Digger by Kanye West, by the way, released July the 5th, 2005. Uh, the featured sample is uh, I Got a Woman by Ray Charles. Great song. Brilliant song. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually uh, featured uh, Jamie Foxx uh, singing in it as well, who I want to say 2005 was the year of Ray but it may have been the year before. So I've added a few things there, but not the thing about Ray, because I didn't look into that. It's one of those things that just passed me by. 2004, buddy. 2004 uh, was the year of Well, thank you very much. Went to the cinema to see that. It it, it was a good movie, as I recall. Jamie Foxx won the Oscar, uh, but it, not as good as what came after it in the shape of Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox movie. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen that? Uh-huh. that is no seen it oil. Gotta watch that again. Especially for Jack White as Elvis. Oh yeah. Oh, look out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that is? That's karate. Only two people know that. The Chinese and the king. Oh look out, man! <laughs> you love that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you love that? Absolutely. Do you love that? Oh brilliant. Right in the middle, watch it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember where we are, John. I'm, I'm too busy. Oh, now. so yeah, so he beat him up, um, and then they pour a bag or, or start giving out um, painting of overalls and get them all yeah. put in the and overalls, dress them all exactly the same, and then separate them into different rooms. Yeah, that's right. Which I think and- was a good plan. Yeah, so did I. They're in kind of small groups, so they can't uh, manageable. Yeah, that's right. So it kind of separates men from women. What we do notice at this point is we think there's maybe four of them. We're not sure. But there's definitely two men and there's definitely a woman. A woman. And that's kind it, 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 it's, it's kind of misty. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. We don't really know. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the woman that refuses to strip down calls him Misha Goyam. Um, Yes, you, Captain Outside, by the way, is uh, is who? Is Defoe. Oh, Will, Will, Willem. Don't call Willem. me William Defoe. <laughs> he's, he's 
great. He's great. I think oh, he's good, he isn't this? Yeah, yeah. I think he, he's. I think he's wasted in this. To be honest, it, it really uh, does, isn't he? It's like, oh, I wish he'd got a bigger, a better part of his leg. I just felt a bit wasted on him. Like, yeah. yeah. I saw this as the perfect opportunity to finally get Rachel to sit down and watch The Lighthouse with me because I still haven't seen it. Oh. Just so we could do kind of lighthouse related impressions on this podcast. But Did she's managed it? to avoid it again, so I still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it Have either. You seen it? No, it's me- it's meant to be so good. And and I keep saying the same thing. Oh, Robert Pattinson, you like Robert Pattinson, he's in it. But no, you're in the light. Yeah, you sparkly vampire prick. Yeah. So no, I still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it. But yeah, he's the he's the ESU captain. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about what they do uh, as it goes on. Part of the the department they're called the DEP. Uh, the D- DEP, this, you'll love this, is the Department for Environmental Protection, right? Right. Yep. Formerly were called the Aqueduct Police. I'm not making this up. And Aqueduct. The, the Aqueduct. Aqueduct. <laughs> well, yeah, what have the DEP ever done for us? <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, they famously uh, protect water supply in the city. Apparently, very famously, unless look, unless Wikipedia is making a prick of me, uh, that's is, is what somebody ordered that. Have a look and see what I know. Uh, no, I really should. I really should. Um, Led by Aquamarina. <laughs> yeah. So now we're kind of we're kind of flipping between them. Um, they go to this diner, which just coincidentally looks out over the over the yeah. bank. Um, Perfect, isn't it? Yeah, the old boys, the old boy in the bank, the old boy with the kind of the ticker ticker. Yeah, he's got a bad a, a bad ticker. So they push him outside, uh, dress the thing, uh, and he says, "Oh, look, I'm a you know, like I'm I'm not well. Uh, they've kicked me out." And then we start doing these flash forwards to the them interviews. Yeah, yeah, and these are good. These are these are these are these are strange. The way they're written, they're, and the way they're shot, they're very kind of you're very close in. To, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they weren't they weren't they written. They were um, improvised. The are these all the, improvised. Yeah, all improvised. Yeah, so a lot wow. of the good stuff. Is, later on, there's a good bit um, where a good a lot of improvisation was going in when he when he, say, he, he said like a word which was kind of racist. And um, I think Denzel Washington came up with a good thing like, uh, how do you say Rikers Island in Spanish? That was all improvised. Is that all improvised? Yep, all improvised. Wow, I mean, I've I've added improvised, but that's, I mean, that's brilliant because... There's, some good gems in there. There's a lot of laughing. The, the, in fact, some of the lines in that are the best lines of the movie. Yeah, and the bit where wow. they're perving at the, the, the girl, I think that was that was like intentional to make her feel intense, but obviously she's came back and back, backfired. So and it was, I think they were really, really good. I'm glad yeah. they gave them the sort of artistic license just oh, to get on with it. Oh, that's super. Oh, that's absolutely brilliant. Great work from, from the director, Spike Lee, there. Well done, that man. Mm-hmm. He knows he's... Um, Oh, he knows his he knows his actors. He knows that they could put the people in a room and get a reaction out of them all. Uh, the, the 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 old boys says, "Stay away! They're going to kill people." We're now well. We're now down in the vault. Um, they ignore all the money. They ignore the vault itself. The vault's wide open. They ignore it, and they, then they go to that pantry from The Shining. <laughs> so they for do for some reason. <laughs> Guess if the magic. Guess there's something. Yeah, this is perfect. 
And I'm like, uh, Homer, the ghouls and I are concerned. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a storeroom, isn't it? It's just literally a storeroom. Like with some Dell computers, and you're like, yeah. well, that's a good advert for Dell computers. There's a lot of product placement. Have you there is. Yeah. Really Have we missed the Pepsi one yet? I don't know. The Pepsi machine. Uh, there's yeah. a Pepsi machine in like the staff room, and you're like, the fuck would there be a Pepsi machine in a bank staff room? And an iPod shuffle as well. There is, a, there is an iPod. <laughs> one of those little docking things. Yeah. Uh, playing, uh, playing speeches. Uh, we now go and meet uh, Madeline White. Oh, Madeline White. I love Jodie Foster. I love yeah. her. I love her. She, I love her. She looks stunning in this. She looks exceptional. And she she's just I think she's just been left to be Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, she, she comes across as really authoritative. And it's like... All the ma- she's, I think what they've done is just surrounded her in male actors because, yeah, she bounced off them really, really well. And I think that was the whole point is to make her look as strong as possible. And it really worked. It couldn't really work with anybody else. Jodie Foster's just got so such presence. So she, she pulled she, it off really she well. She has. It's amazing. You consider how wee she is. You know, yeah. She's, yeah, she she really kind of gets right up to them. Um, so Case rings her. Um, he says, oh, uh, he says, have we met? And she says, oh, well, yeah, a few times. Uh, so uh, you, you, you're a fixture at my July 4th parties in Southampton. And I thought to myself, hang on a second. The fucking hell is he doing at St. Mary's Stadium uh, watching Southampton Football Club? But no, <laughs> Southampton is in the southeast southern fork of Long Island. It's a popular seaside resort for waspy bastards. It's not for the likes of you and me, John. Really not. Uh, the average house price out there is about $860,000 dues. Jesus. So. A lot of dollar yeah. dues. You hear yeah. them talk about the Hamptons a lot, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you do. They're going for yeah. summer in the Hamptons. Hmm. I've got your butlins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, if I... Uh, if I can get the money to, if I can get the money to pay for my uh, visa, I'm going overseas. Oh yeah, oh, no longer a part of the EU. Fucking doing oh. everything, <laughs> gammony Brexit bastards. Anyway, moving on. Um, so yeah, they, they, he's he's talking to her, and and he says, "Look, I need somebody." He says, "I have a I have a small problem which requires someone with a very special set of skills." I know. I know what you're thinking. Uh, it's Liam Neeson's wife. <laughs> and all I could think was, ring Liam Neeson then, you dickhead. I know. You do. Yeah, He's so. Irish. Everybody loves the Irish. <laughs> kiss me, I'm Irish. <laughs> yeah, uh, kiss me, I'm Irish and racist. <laughs> Oh, God, Liam I. Neeson. He's racist now, yeah. Uh, so are we all racist now, then, Liam Neeson? <laughs> You're a racist now, Father. You see, I don't have a lot of time between the farm, and on a night I like a nice cup of tea, and then I go to bed. Are we all racist now, Liam Neeson? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so he, they, he, we don't know what it is, but 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 she needs some sort of, needs some sort of help. They're walking. Actually, this is a great shot. They're walking down the they, they walk down the um the, down the riverside. Don't they're walking kind of down by the water? Um, yeah. It's a fantastic shot. It's like a really long shot. Um, so they're interviewing. Um, oh, the interviewer says they all called each other versions of Steve, Stevie, Steve O. Um, and the guy says uh, he says. Oh, I had an AK-47. Oh, he says uh, they had AK-47s. And he says, oh, you know about guns? 
He says, how do you know about guns? He says, I don't know anything about guns, but everyone knows what an AK-47 is. Guess what, John? I know what an AK-47 is. Do you know what an AK-47 is? Because it's a gun. Uh, AK-47 is a gas-operated Soviet Union-made gun, which was mass-produced after World War Th- World War Two. We're gonna say World War Three. Fucking hell! That's only about a year from now. But yeah, um, uh, it's it's called. I can't even read my own writing here. The Aftermat Kalashnikov, uh, wow. the most popular rifle in the world. Right. Where have we well, seen AK-47s before, John? Any idea? Well, I, I can't remember the film, but I remember the quote. Go on. Uh, AK-47, the very <laughs> best there is when you. Got it absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room except no substitute. Except no substitute. <laughs> it's uh, Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. <laughs> Jackie Brown. Um, I, I was listening recently to to uh, friends of the podcast, previous uh, guest, uh, SP Film viewers, uh, Sophie and Paul were talking about Jackie Brown, and uh, and 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 that that's their that's one of their later ep- one of their newer episodes. Go away and give that a listen, and, and listen to you, you. You guys will know Sophie by now. Go away and listen to what she thinks to that particular movie. And, and uh, Samuel Jackson's character, um, but yeah, that's 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 where I learned about uh, AK forty seven. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's a reliable gun. I use it in Call of Duty all the time. It's very. Oh, fun. do you really? Right. Yes, my go-to. It's a uh, high impact, high impact. Some of it the power. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the range on it? Any good? Well, <laughs> I don't know about the range, but oh my god, the uh, recoil on it is horrible. But oh, is it? What you got to do? Well, hasn't got the range, <laughs> darling. Hasn't got the range. Oh, we're checking the sewers, and this is where the – sorry, this is the DEP. I, I jumped ahead somewhere. So the DEP are checking the sewers. So they're basically the sewerage people. Um, uh, Jody and, and Christopher Plummer are talking about getting the box. And as we were watching this the other night, Rachel went, oh, look at that handbag. I went, well, she's got a handbag? Yeah, look at that handbag. She says, that's a Hermes Birkin handbag. I'm shrugging for those listening at home. And yeah, that's oh, a hell. How does she know that from there? And she says, apparently, it's uh, one of the most expensive handbags that you can get. Prices start at $12,000. Victoria Beckham, of course, Victoria Beckham, owns an $80,000 one, which has a diamond in the clasp. And the most expensive one is the Himalaya. In May 2017, uh, it sold for £293,000 Christie's of Hong Kong. That's a a bag. And yeah, that one was, I think that one was albino alligator skin, if I read correctly. It's a but bag yeah, that's, you're that's absolutely a right, mate. It's just it's <laughs> something that you carry around with you to put your phone and your uh, your empty tabs wallet in. Right, empty wallet because you spent all your money on your Hermes Birkin. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, nice one. <clears throat> Lovely. Um, so he's ex- he explains to her there's a safety deposit box and that's all he wants he's not too worried about the money we go to we go to the we go to the room and they're starting to hack a hole in the floor in the concrete 
Yeah. It's kind of like, why? Why are they like why are they hacking at just a hole in the concrete? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Denzel calls the bank. We can see uh, Dalton is sat there just not answering the phone. Yeah, it. Yep. Being cool check the security cameras. They get the guy to have a look on the thing and he's like, Yeah, we're just watching the security cameras and within thirty seconds of coming in, it's not um they've just gone out. Uh, he says, oh, it's probably an infrared bulb. We've talked about that. Um, we flash forward to the Jewish woman. And this this is really good. This is, And this now explains to me why this bit is like it is from when you're saying that it was all kind of mm-hmm. done. Because she's laughing, crying, and there's bits. And, it's, and it gets to a bit where it's kind of, uh, he says, you know, was, is there anything, you know, this is they made us strip down, blah, blah. He says, did you rob the bank? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good bet. It really did you? is a good bet. Yeah, uh, and she says, "Oh, what well, can I go now?" And he says, uh, "No, you can't go." And she's like crying, laughing. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you can go." Yeah. Remember, did you rob the bank? And it's like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's I, I like it's blowing my mind because I, I I love improv. I could never do it. I just uh, just about mm. um, act, just about yeah. act as as, yeah, yeah. as we're, we're going to see shortly, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we are. <laughs> you, you and I are going to be in something. Uh, Nice and secret for now. Uh, the friend of the podcast, anyway. Hayley. But yeah, we uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. But yeah, we're just about. But I can't improv. I can't improv for shit. I can't like well, shit. I think we can, we'll find that uh, Denzel Washington can improv with the best. Oh, of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a JF4 can also do the same. I'm probably butchering the boy's name. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, so they are. Oh, so they send out one more hostage and this guy's called Vikram right this is the seat guy and they put a thing round his neck and he's 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 got the he's got the face thing on he's he's they've all got masks on so they can't see uh eye, eye masks on so they can't see and as soon as they um they take him out they realize he's got something around his neck and it's metal the yeah. cops are like um, all over him what have you got there what have you got they take his mask off they take his thing off and they see that he's 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 Sikh. Well, it's, I would assume he's probably Indian if he's if he's Sikh. So I could I could be wrong. Um, and and the guy's like, oh my god, it's an Arab. Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> and they grab his turban off of him. Go off him. Um, yeah. And they and go to his hair. Frog march him. Um, because I mean, he has got his metal thing. Is this a bomb? Is this a bomb? He's an Arab. Oh my god, you know. And he's like, I'm a Sikh. I'm a Sikh. I'm a Sikh. Yep. <sighs> I, 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 just, <laughs> I, I mean, it just just really bothered me that. Um, but I did, I did look up. Um, I knew a little bit about turbans because, obviously, growing up where I grew up. So a turban is also is known to seek people as a daster or a dumala. Uh, it's worn so that, and this is brilliant. It's worn so that people in need who need help recognise a Sikh in a crowd because Sikh people. Uh, the, 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 if you're a Sikh, you're supposed to help people in need. How lovely is that? Ain't, yeah. ain't that the religion that we should all yeah. be part of? So they, they, they treat him very fucking badly. And oh, yeah. that, uh, the, 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 the base, uh, and, and, and you get it because it's a, it, it's, it's a Spike Lee film. Um, you know, you understand completely that's how it's, you know that that that's how it is. Um, yeah, I think that's what it does for social commentary in their always films, doesn't it? It just goes yeah. to show, and 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 it's fair. Through. Yeah, absolutely, it's fair. Um, <clears throat> they get him into the they get him into the diner, uh, and they're asking him to help. <laughs> He's this, is like, the best, this is my best bet. And and by oh, the way, the, the line that Denzel Washington says was improvised. So he's sitting saying, 
all the stuff about we get treated like this and we get blah, 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 blah. And then at the very end, uh, Denzel Washington says, but I bet you get a cab, though. And Spike Lee did everything to stop himself laughing because it was going to ruin the scene because it was totally, it was at the blue. He oh, literally really? said that in the blue. So that was one of the most, the funniest improvised lines that was there. <laughs> and then Spike Lee nearly ruined it for laughing. Wow. <laughs> and the guy... Um... And just went, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's one of the perks. <laughs> but so you get a cab really though. Well not to piss himself laughing at that. <laughs> oh, he says, doesn't he? He says, um, "Oh yeah, he's he's like, he's treat me like crap. I get, yeah, I can't, I can't walk through, I can't walk through an airport without getting searched and all sorts." And then he's like, "Yeah, but you can get a cab though." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great. Li- it's, is he a great comedian then, Denzel, do we think? He's, 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 he must have something about him because, as I say, when I was reading some of the stuff about the story, um, a, a, lot of, a lot of the big lines in it were all just off the cuff. Yeah. Even some of the stuff between him and, and Jodie Foster, there's a, there's a bit in it where he's asking later on in the film about uh, Clive Owen being Ivy League. It, she pauses, but that's because she graduated for Yale, so she went to an Ivy League uni. And he must have done his homework and actually just said that off the cuff and, and sort of caught her off guard. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know she was uh, she was Ivy League. Thank you very much. Oh, is that another one for the pot? Oh, absolutely, it is, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well done, that man. But yeah, yeah. Could he? Could he be? I know he did some comedy stuff in the kind of the eighties, the nineties, before he, he settled down to become a, a proper actor. Um, but that's that's very very interesting. To know, but yeah, th- th- there's there's a bit where he says, "Oh, they called me an Arab," uh, and uh, and he says, "Oh, I don't know about that." It's Willem Dafoe says, "I don't know about that." He says, "You think you heard that, but I I don't think you heard that. You didn't hear that." And it's kind of like, "Whoa, I know." You know, well, we'll get we'll get a detective there. He says, "Look, you know, these are not us. This is this is NYPD. We're detectives. We're here to, here to help you." And I'm kind of like. The fucking behaviour is beyond reproach, but you, yeah. you know these guys are going to get away with it because you know it's America and it's, oh, it's yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the New York's finest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Jodie Foster goes to see the mayor uh, and mentions uh, we're going to the oh the it's it's a fundraiser. We're going to do this and we're going to do whatever. And then as soon as he's out of ear, earshot, he's like. He's like, the fucking hell do you want? Uh, And she says, oh, you've got to tell them to let me in. And he says, I can't do that. He says, that's not going to be, he says, that's not possible. She says, if it wasn't easy, it wouldn't square us. And I can't help thinking, the fuck has the mayor done? Oh, I know what the mayor's done. He killed all those homeless people. Uh, oh, yeah. no, that would be Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, Giuliani. He killed all those homeless people, people. Don't forget. <laughs> don't let him forget. Amongst all the other shit he's done the last oh. few years, he killed all the homeless people in New York. Um, but yeah, and, and he says, it wasn't easy. She says, it wasn't easy. It wouldn't square us. And he says, and this gave me a little bit of a shudder because it probably didn't give you a shudder because it's it, it, you're Scottish and it's just the word that you use, but yeah. it's just the way that he used this word and her reaction to it. She looks kind of stoic, but you can see behind her eyes. He says, and you are a magnificent cunt. It's the way he says it. And when you hear somebody not Scottish, not British, say the word cunt. It, 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 it means more. Absolutely. Cause yeah, what it means it, more. Cause, cause what, 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 what does it mean? in What does it mean in Scotland, John? 
Uh, just we we use it as a uh, my mum and dad used to use it as a comma, so uh, <laughs> they would let to go. I we went to the shop and uh, cunted about and I missed a uh, cunt and it was like oh, they'd let to that. It's they would use it as a as a, like a, a full stop and call it just part of the punctuation here. And, and it's not as if it's a bad thing because you can get a good cunt. Oh, that's right. <laughs> a, a lucky cunt. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's different stages of cunts, but I've never. I don't think I've actually called anybody a cunt. Like, <laughs> yeah, me. No, because it doesn't mean not. the same anyway. Because when you use yeah. it as a comma, it doesn't. It's not as offensive. No, it doesn't. Doesn't have that kind of. Yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, anybody that I know from 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 Scotland knows, and everybody always says, "Well, you're you're more Scottish than you are English." Maybe not, but. Um, but absolutely, yeah, he's, he, or, or him, or he's a good cunt. Yeah. You know, me yeah, and Gav, on, on a daily basis, my friend uh, Gav, right. on a daily basis, yeah, oh, even, look, you're a great he, cunt. He, even if he fall down the stairs, oh, I've cunted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I nearly died la- laughing there, I cunted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've officially been, uh, we've officially been dropped by all of the uh, all of the podcasting platforms, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. Overuse we're of the uh, of the bomb vernacular. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, on the note, so the note, it's like a metal thing, and it says, uh, "We've got Semtex, and we want a jet." And you're like, "They want a jet? That's okay, absolutely." And then Case comes in. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, what are they asking for? And he says, oh, they'd like a jet. And he says, well, would you like me to arrange a jet for you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's like, really misread the room, hasn't he? Yeah, really. It's like, nah, let's do it. <laughs> what kind would they like? Yeah. <laughs> um, we got the street outside. And for the first time, and, and, and I know it isn't, I know it's a very good set. But for the first time, it looks like a poor set. For the first time, it looks like fucking polystyrene. This bit and 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 there's a certain. I think there's probably only two or three shots where it is. I think it's maybe when it's getting dark, where it's kind of a set, and and where the the light changes, it's a set and it looks bad because I know it was filmed on location as well. Yeah, it looks it looks bad and 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 it took me out of it just for a, a teensy bit. Um, so he says, we're going to, oh, we're, we're going to send in some food. Uh, we'll send in pizza. Oh, why will you send in pizza? Uh, because sandwiches, uh, they'll take a sandwich and they'll go away, but pizza, it's communal. They'll all send her in the communal. We'll, we'll get that. Um, and we'll put some pens in that record. And he says, oh, this is some James Bond shit. And she says, no, you can just get them on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up for pennies. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like, oh, yeah, because I'm like that all the time. I'm always impressed by technology. I'm like, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. man, you branch, that's superb. And Rachel will go, yeah, it's 300 quid if you want one. What, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> Stuck up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did you never have one of those dictaphone pens? Or I think they were actually a thing back in the day. No, I didn't, mate. No, I didn't. It only like the recording only had like five or six seconds or something like that. But yeah. it was like a like a gimmick at the time, just to yeah. say once. Like, why don't you just buy a dictaphone? Would you be? <laughs> would you be like? Uh, you, you click it on and you go. Idea for a TV program: uh, cooking in prison. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Malcolm McDowell, futuristic Malcolm McDowell, is chased down by uh, uh, by cyberpunk Rutger Hauer. <laughs> Lots of Alan Partridge ideas. That's all I would do. Uh, I used to have a notepad at my at my bed because they said you know when you wake up if you've had an idea write it down. It was just all it was all things like fucking monkey tennis and stuff like that. Or mine, mine get tiger bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the guy takes the mask. There's a, we, we get back downstairs. The guy takes the mask off and he's mouthing off. He's like, "I'm not going to put up with this shit." And they're all screaming, oh, "Don't, don't, don't!" Uh, they drag him off, and this this dragging him away kind of scene. He's grabbing hold. Of, he grabs hold of the woman's leg and he gets a shoe, and they drag him off in, in the office and kick the fuck out of him behind closed doors. All this stuff happens behind closed doors, by the way. And we flash forward to the rabbi, and the rabbi says, "I've got hearing aids." He says, I've got red hearing aid and a blue hearing aid. And Rachel's got the same. She's got hearing aids that she, she hates wearing, but has to wear for work. Um, and she's kind of like, um, I, I don't like wearing them. But the rabbi's kind of talking about, oh, I've got these these hearing aids. And they're asking him, they're asking him. And and, and now I kind of see that this bit was improvised because he does answer twice. He answers he answers the questions twice when he hasn't got the hearing aids in. Yeah. And then later on, he says, I've heard it. I'm like, oh, okay. That could have been edited better. Um Denzel delivers the pizzas. I'm sorry, they're a little cold. And they're listening to the chat on the radio, on the, the recording. <laughs> and it's foreign language. And Willem Dafoe's Russians. Better get some body bags for those fucking savages. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, says the American. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Russian, those savages. <laughs> like, Jesus. Um. But that's a very kind of uh, British thing. Um, we flash forward, um, and there's the guy. It's, it's the it's it's the Asian guy that was in the queue at the start, and he says, "Oh, I remember her. Uh, she had oh, oh, what do you remember about her? She had great tits." Yeah, and I've put oh, bird watcher, are you? Uh, you can't miss a quality rack. Yeah, absolutely. And then we flash forward to her as well, and and this is where the, it's kind of the nose is really kind of. Deep into the in, 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 into the, the, the camera, Chet will just can't stop looking. And she says, "Do you want to take another picture?" Or I could bend over and pick up a pencil. And I'm like, "Yes, please." You <laughs> <laughs> sound like a sexist pig, but I right, go on. <laughs> Is that optional? Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so they get this guy in who's like this language expert. It's just some guy off the beat, isn't it? And he says it's not Russian. He says well, it's not Russian. It's not Hungarian. Um, I don't really know what it is. It could be Bulgarian. It could be such a, oh, fucking, I thought you were an expert. Oh, not me. Just, just some marrow off the street. And he, so he says, put it on the speaker. He plays it on the speaker, goes outside, because can anyone tell me what this is? And this guy just goes, life, yo! <laughs> life to BT. Life to BT. That's a full monkey. Put, he's dressed as Egon in Ghostbusters 2. Yo! <laughs> Yo, they're <laughs> on the street digging, <laughs> and he says it's Albanian. And I turned to Rachel and went, "Oh, we've been there. We had a day trip to Albania. Don't laugh. You, you should have knew that. <laughs> uh, I have done. Yeah, we went to Albania for a day. We were on holiday in Greece, uh, and we got a boat over, a bit of a tour around a uh, 12th century city." 
which uh, still had better electric than Carlisle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and better 4G. That's right, yeah. Um, that's really good 4G in that particular part of Albania. It was very nice where we went for the day. It was very, very nice indeed, but very poor. Um, very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, nice. Um, <laughs> and he says, oh, he says, uh, my ex-wife's parents were Albanian. He's really New York. Isn't he? He's really, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's in New York. He's a big he? He, uh, he says, oh, they didn't speak, they didn't speak English. All right, mate, neither do you. Uh, so we're back in the, in the, in the vault, in the vault now. Uh, and, and he's, he's sat with, with, uh, the wee man. He sat with the wee yeah. man. The wee man. So he's, he's a cute kid. He's playing his PSP. Uh, he's got water and pizza. Um, and he says, oh, what's, <laughs> what's this game? Yeah. I see the game and he says oh you're supposed to do jobs and get and get paid um, yeah so it looks like it, grand theft auto doesn't it, 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 but it does not. but it's like obviously it's just animated for this uh and he says and he shoots the guy and then puts like a grenade in his mouth and blows up his head yeah i think the i think the criteria for the game i think they went to like uh an independent um, designer for the games, and it just says, just make the most violent thing you can. So, it just so happened to look like Grand Theft Auto. And good on him. It was, it was good. It was, <laughs> I'd play it. He's, <laughs> he's, yeah, so would I. Um, and he says, um, he says, what? He says, what is this? He says, oh, he says, like my man Fiddy says, get rich or die trying. Hmm. He says, eat your slice. We're going to talk to your dad about this game. This game. Oh, yeah. That's really sweet. That's that really good, wasn't it? Yeah, I like that. Bit. That's the first real scene of him just realise he's he's not a bad one. Yeah, yeah. That's when you start to think, oh, hang on a second. He's he's he's, he's actually got some kind of morals. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. I looked, <laughs> I, I had to, I had to look into uh, the thing about Fiddy. So I looked into Fiddy. Fiddy Cent, we, we all know him. Uh, Get Rich or Die Trying was a number one album in the US and Canada. Uh, you know the lead single from it. It was In Da Club. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to drink Bacardi like it's your birthday. Bacardi? That's I a know. real shit tier rum. <laughs> I've been to fucking Cuba. That's a shit tier rum. We're going to that. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, uh, film of the same name has sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Uh, the film cost forty million to make and grossed forty-six million dollar dues. You know what that means, John? Don't you? <laughs> We've got to do it. We've got to dollary do it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? Have you seen? Get rid no. Of it? No, yep. I haven't either. Fucking no. We'll do it. We'll, we'll have a look and see if it's if it's worth it. Yeah. I'm sure it's got nothing, nothing going for it. Nah, at all. Um, yeah. So that I, I, I thought that was like his, his kind of behaviour there was really uh, was was really. Yeah, cool. it was a good scene. A good scene. Yeah, we we go back, <laughs> we go back to the truck, and the ex-wife is here. <laughs> she's the Albanian. Yeah, with the bag yeah. of she's the bag of. Parking tickets. Yeah, it's like a party <laughs> bag, isn't it? It's like a bag that you'd put like some chocolates and a bottle in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. hey, what's this? Parking tickets. I <laughs> and it's like packed full. Um, she's a proper scofflaw, as they say in in America. Do you know what scofflaw is? No. Someone that avoids parking tickets or avoids fines. Oh, and hey. I only know that. I only know that because there's an episode of 
Seinfeld called the Scofflaw, uh, and your man Dennis Nedry Newman. He's the Scofflaw. Oh. He's the right. guy that gets all the tickets paid off. Yeah. So, so, so was the gaffer. Remember that thing. Remember he's a gaffer. And then at the beginning of the episode, it was always him with his car, and it was just full of parking tickets, and he would just take it off and put it in the car. Then it was called the gaffer. It was like an old comedy for years ago. I'll, I'll double check it and, and get back to that. But I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Mate, something, remember. something, something. You don't remember that, I do. No, I know. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't. You. We'll, we'll talk about that on the socials. If anyone remembers the gaffer. And I'm sure a lot of our followers on Twitter do. We've got some, we've got some old bastards on there. <laughs> um, oh, oh, can you see that? He's a gaffer. Oh, was it Bill? No, it's not what I thought it was. I was going to say, was it Bill Maynard? No, uh, some plays. It's a guy. It was Bill Maynard. Beat. That of a heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does ring a bell. <laughs> but it was like a like a gaffery, like a a factory, and the opening scene was basically him just going to his car, taking the parking ticket off the car, and just throwing it in the back and driving away. In the back was just full of parking tickets. That's that's what I remember about the, the program. <laughs> this 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 podcast makes for great listening in uh, in in Africa, Australia, <laughs> where these things are watching these really, things. Well, it doesn't even make for good listening in Bristol. <laughs> Uh, oh, brilliant. Bill Maynard, though. Uh, R.I.P. I know. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, oh, 1981 to 1983, Ren. Oh, that's why you remember it and I don't. Hell yeah. <laughs> so she says, you fix the parking tickets, um, you pay them in full, and they, they, they play the, they play the, 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 what, the recording. And she laughs, and she said, um, "Oh, do you know? Do you, you know, he says, do you know what they're saying? Know what they're saying? I know who it is. Oh, who is it? It's Enver Oksha. And Enver Oksha was the uh, president of Albania. Yeah. Now, let me tell you about Enver Oksha. He was the president of Albania from 1941 to 1985." He died in office on the 11th of April, 1985. He was a party leader. Uh, he was the party. No, he was the leader of the Labour Party of Albania, uh, which, which is quite interesting. Uh, and he built Albania's first railway line after the Second World War. He electrified the country, not in a Greece way, but he electrified the country. And he raised adult literacy rates. From five percent to ninety-eight percent. Jesus! What a guy! Well, she's moaning about him. I mean, I, he was very communist, but um, yeah, she's moaning about him. But you, you gotta love that kind of behaviour. That's, well, that's yeah. socialist behaviour, John. That's what that is. <laughs> so get that for Labour. <laughs> well, but what what has fucking Boris Johnson ever done for us? <laughs> The Why will not? of the people. It is the will of the people. Yeah, well, enjoy fucking eating shit for the rest of your life. <laughs> eating turnips, you fucking morons. <laughs> you love them, really. You hate it well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Boris Johnson. 
is my hero. What a cunt. He looks, he, <laughs> what a cunt. He, he looks like someone shagged an old mattress, doesn't he? <laughs> he? He looks like someone fucked a knackered bed settee, and that's yeah. the baby that came <laughs> out. <Yeah. laughs> the, the, the bastard son of a troll as an unsprung bed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she's uh, parking tickets. Get rid of these. This that, is this guy. Yeah, so they get rid of the. Yeah, we get rid of the parking tickets, uh, and she she leaves. She smokes in there as well. It's like you can't smoke in here. She's like, she's like really? Yeah, I can. Uh, <laughs> and he says he he knew we were going to be bugging him. He knew we were going to be bugging him. Uh, the last time I had my Johnson pulled that good, it cost me five bucks. And the guy turns to him and looks as if to say, "Where? Where the hell do I get my Johnson? <laughs> Where do you get that for five bucks?" And he goes, "Oh, Tijuana. <laughs> uh, Tijuana is uh, in, on the border of Mexico." And uh, America, of course. Uh, it is the most visited border city in the world, apparently. It's a border uh, with San Diego. Uh, I believe that's Spanish for Wales vagina. Oh, no, hang on. That's in Anchorman. Um, it's on the Pacific coast. And 50 million people cross the border every year there. Bloody hell, that's... And all I could think of uh, was uh, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass uh, and Tijuana Taxi. Honk, honk, do-do-do-do-do-do. Honk, honk, do-do-do-do-do-do. Tijuana Brass, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Still with us, Herb Alpert. I think he's probably about nine million years old. So they're lockpicking to get into this into this particular box. They know which box they're looking in uh, and they get paperwork and you get a kind of a shot of this envelope and they open the paperwork and I'm like, wait a second. Is that a Nazi Eagle? The fuck is that? And then you don't see it like it's yeah. a real quick kind of shot. And then there's some bags underneath and I'm like, Oh, looks like there's jewels in there. Oh. Uh, Jodie Foster uh, arrives with the mayor to have a discussion with the detectives. Uh, Denzel says, you know, well, this is my scene. If anyone's going in, it's me. And so it's above your pay grade. Well, how about you raise my pay grade? Well, we can't raise your pay grade. I believe your behavior is stopping that from happening. So oh, like, yeah. They mention, the, they mention the money, don't they? They do. They mention the money. It's like they know everything. Yeah. Um, so they ring uh, They ring into, oh. the, into the place. And Dalton answers. He says, hello, is this the president of Albania? <laughs> Which I thought was great. <laughs> Uh, and he says, you know, we want to, we want to let 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 her in. Um, she's got to let her in. Um, and there's 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 a point, and I I just made this note. I can't remember what it's from. Something about a status report. He says, oh, what about a status report? So, and and Dalton says, we don't need your status report, Serpico. And I was like, way. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of references to um, Al Pacino movies Al Pacino in this. Movies. Like there's a Dog Day Afternoon reference later on. Yeah, and there's a Godfather as well. Uh, oh, what's the, what's the Godfather reference? I'm thinking there was actually something about Godfather or something, but there was definitely a reference there somewhere. Uh, well, I've let myself down with that, and, and I didn't make a note of Serpico. So if we end up being maybe two or three uh, things off 100, I should be fucking shot. Because uh, Dalton says to, um, to Denzel Washington's character about, uh, about Serpico, he do, oh, that's yeah. He says uh, he says I don't need just that support Serpico. Hmm. Um, 
He says, get me what I want and I won't kill anybody. Uh, they continue to dig this hole in the storeroom. Um, and then we flash forward to Kenneth, the guy they beat up. And they say, Kenneth, where's that name from? Is it Albanian? And he says, oh, no, it's Ar- Armenian. And I'm like, Kenneth's Scottish, as far as I'm concerned. I've got an Uncle Kenneth who's <laughs> English. Uh, he says he says it's no it's armenian he says all right do you speak albanian he says body fucking queens (laughs) he says i'm gonna have some water my throat's parched and they kill themselves laughing at that which again now makes so much i've got to watch this movie again now i know that all those bits are uh yeah i'm provided We then go back uh, and he asks a question. Dalton says, I've got a question. Get it right and I will give you more time. What weighs more? All the trains that pass through uh, Grand Central Station in a year or all the the paper that the U.S. US currency is printed upon? Printed on, yeah. And what was was the answer? Uh, Neither because it's not printed on paper and I think it's uh, the – station they're talking about is that is it not a bank or something or a post office or something right you're absolutely right um so the bank notes printed on cotton says uh willem defoe um apparently they are 75 percent cotton 25 percent linen which is not dissimilar to my pants uh which is 65 percent cotton uh 25 10 <laughs> skid marks uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need material money to buy material things now. Oh, look at you. That, oh, that was very Dali-esque. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so Grand Central Station, you're absolutely right. It's called Grand Central Terminus. Uh, the station is the post office above it, which I thought was very random. Uh, Grand Central Terminus is in Midtown, New York City, Um Every year, 66,952,732 passengers pass through. That's very fucking specific, Wikipedia, but, you know, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, right off. Metro North, they talk about the tube uh, being there, don't they? The underground. And it's the Metro North is the underground. The Metro North lines that run through there are Harlem, Hudson, Gamora, man, New Haven, <laughs> New Canaan. New Canaan? Is that not a place in the Bible? And Dan, the Danbury branch, which sounds like the Danbury branch sounds like uh, sounds like the sister bank of the one that we're getting robbed. <laughs> it does, it does, doesn't need I. Does <laughs> a little bit. Um, he says, oh, I'm." He says something about I'm sitting here whistling Dixie. Then he says, "I'm sitting here whistling Dixie." I'm not sitting here whistling whistling Dixie. Whistling Dixie. Yeah, so I looked into that, and, and I knew it was a song, and the song is called I Wish I Was In, or it's Dixie, I Wish I Was In, uh, and I know it from uh, an American trilogy by Elvis, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's um, which is like In the Ghetto, and then this, and then the th- I think the third bit is, oh, look out, man! Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Oh, and the term that he's he's relating to um, is basically a reprimand against inaction. So sitting whistling Dixie is someone not doing what they should be doing. Right. So he's pretty much saying he's sitting there doing what he shouldn't be doing. That's exactly. He says, well, he says, I'm I'm not sitting doing nothing. He says, ah. I'm not, you know, not sitting doing nothing. Um, 
So they answer the question. They ring him back. They answer the question, and he hangs up. So they both weigh the same, i.e. they weigh nothing. Jodie Foster goes into talk business. They frisk her down. She offers a deal. The deal is three to four years, $2 million. He says, no, thanks. He says, "There's a." He says, look, let me, t- let me tell, let me tell you a story. It's Max Bygrave. Yep. It's one for a very specific part of our audience. That uh, World War Two, an American used his place to get rich and start a bank. Um, does that sound like your employer, uh, or am I whistling Dixie out of my ass? Mm-hmm. Um, and and she says, "Oh well, you know, I don't know." He says, "Well, he says how?" She says, "How do you think you're going to get out?" He says, "I'm going to walk out the front door." Yeah. Denzel says. To I want to say he says him to on to him on the phone. He says um, he says oh it's, someone says he's not a murderer. Uh, and Denzel says most guys in Sing Sing are not murderers until they're put in a corner. Uh, Sing Sing uh, is is the repeating of a Travis song, uh, but Sing Sing <laughs> is a prison, uh, maximum security prison on the east bank of the Hudson River. Uh, the term where they use the term sending you up the river or sending him up the river, that's the term sending him up the river to Sing Sing. Is it still a working prison or I it believe like- it is, mate. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, uh, he mentions Rikers Island. You, you mentioned that before, didn't you? You mentioned yeah. Rikers Island, and that's that's the big kind of um, that's a big house in it. Big, yeah, big hoose. It's like Al- Alcatraz, like all oh, them sing sing Alcatraz, and that. It's, it's just that every every time you hear about prison, it's always those the big three in it. It is, it is. We really should do the rock uh, for Alcatraz, but we should also do. So I married an axe murderer. I know I keep saying we should do so. I married an axe murderer, but all I could think about was he, he <laughs> and and uh, copulated with his ocular cavities. <laughs> <laughs> You know oh, you could probably get a hundred facts out of that, don't you? Though you're going to uh, get a hundred facts out of that. Uh, yeah, fucking right, I could. Just <laughs> I could probably get fifty facts out of Haggis, mate. <laughs> Absolutely love a love a Haggis. That, love it. that sounds revolting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you eat it. Oh, how revolting! <laughs> uh, I just I, I went back into my notes and, and the first thing I came to was uh, having my Johnson pulled. Does <laughs> it put you right off? It has <laughs> put you after straight. Where's my five dollars? So we flashed forward and the wee man's in there with his brother. And he says, uh, "With his brother, sorry, with his dad, isn't he?" He's, he's yeah, his dad. dad yep. yeah, yeah. I wasn't afraid. I'm from Brooklyn, and I'm like, that kid hasn't made that lineup. I wish that kid had made that. Lineup. <laughs> they're, they're, they're laughing. They think it's great. Um, and the da- and, he, and he says. Um, he says, duh, or something, and, and, and the dad says, look, be respectful. But respect, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, uh, that's and, and they're like, okay, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is the bit where he says, um, he says, uh, robbery. Uh, he says something, and he says, wassa wassa, doesn't he? That's he it, the wassa wassa. That's it's it. crazy. Lo- wassa wassa means crazy. Yeah. It could be the, 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 I think they automatically get offended straight away because they think it's like a... 
Some sort of racial term. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's understandable. Uh, and he says, how do you say Rikers Island in Spanish? I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> and, and we're back Too to the shame. rabbi. <laughs> and he says to the rabbi, do you know anything about diamonds? Oh, yes. He says, I'll give you my nephew's number. He'll get you a good deal. And I'm like, is your nephew Howard Ratner? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> is he, he going to sell you one of those fucking Furbies on a chain? Oh, brilliant. Previous episode. <laughs> Previous episode. Last episode, yeah. Um uh and 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 then there's the and then there's the woman with the um with the chebs for the one of a better term, the woman yeah. with the breasts. Uh and she says, Oh, so I violated section thirty four double D of the D nice. <laughs> That's the line. Because they, they, you can tell they're corpse in here. You can tell they're. <laughs> um, yeah. He makes a phone call. He says, "Look, your jet's ready. Uh, I need to come in though and see that there's no bodies." Uh, so Denzel goes in. He sees. Um, he says. Uh, he, he says, "Okay, fine." He says, "Look." He says, "You saw Dog Day Afternoon." That's the Pacino reference. Um, yep. He says, "You're stalling." Uh, Dog Day Afternoon, 1975, Sydney LeMay film. Uh, sorry, Sydney LeMet film. Um, Al Pacino, of course. Uh, and he robs the first Brooklyn Savings Bank in that movie. I'm pretty sure I've not remembered this wrong. Does he not rob the bank to pay for his, his, um, his partner's gender reassignment stuff? Yes, no. I knew it. I said to Rachel earlier on, I said, I'm sure it's a pay for gender reassignment. Yeah, it's ahead of, it was ahead of its time, man. Just like, well, what ahead a subject matter that was. It's also brilliant because Pacino hasn't gone all woo Yeah, he played it I'm well. Back. <laughs> She's got a great vault. Uh, <laughs> there's a number of people listening now going, fucking hell, did he have to? He's off on one. He's off on one. Pacino stuff. <laughs> We'll watch a Spike Lee double bell. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm do it. Yeah. Uh, I've only got one joke. <laughs> You're stuck into it. Absolutely. You better fucking believe I am. <laughs> he says, um, I'll hit you with the tear gas and we'll get them all out. Uh, he says, um, he says, oh, he says, oh, that sounds like a proposal. And he says, oh, don't say proposal. Uh, my, uh, my, my girlfriend wants to get married. And I can't afford it. Uh, he says, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough and everything. He says, but if you love her, money doesn't matter. He says, oh, thank you, bank robber. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great line. That was really good. You learn something new every day. Thank you, bank robber. <laughs> thank you, bank robber. It was a lovely line. Um, the uh, tear gas. Uh, it's CS gas is chemical formula. Um, I can't read my own writing here. Is C? Oh, I cannot read that at all. Uh, C L O C L O H five R I N two. Cannot read my own writing. So okay. apologies, people at home, if I am rang on that one. But that's roughly the chemical uh, composition of that. He says, oh, we'll go. Um, he says, look, why don't we go and get a drink? Why don't we forget all about this? We'll go to the Killarney Rose and we'll get a drink. Um, the Killarney Rose is a real pub. The Killarney Rose is a real pub. It's uh, 127 Pen- Penchester Street. Oh, I can't remember writing. And it's an Irish TV. pub, as you would think. 
as you <laughs> we'll need to go there for a drink at some point then stevie absolutely we will steve-o once we get out we will do that oh wow really getting the uh getting the information in but losing track of the movie <laughs> <laughs> so, it. hits him doesn't he he hits him knocks him down the stairs rips off kind of his, his hood and tries to take his mask off. Uh, they threaten him with the, with the gun. AV-47, uh, right in the face. Oh, absolutely. He says, yeah. get me the buses, Kojak. <laughs> Kojak, who loves you, baby? Who loves you indeed. My favourite, one of my favourite uh, YouTube videos is a video of star of Kojak, Telly Savalas, was paid in the 70s to... The voice, uh, a voiceover, a video prompting Americans and people from overseas to invest in Birmingham, as in Birmingham in the West Midlands. No fucking way. James Savalas talking about Birmingham. Pause the podcast <laughs> and, and look at this because it's Telly Savalas talking about Birmingham, and at no point does he go, "It's bullshit." Who, <laughs> who loves you, Bradford? <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> loved you, Bradford, indeed? I was should have went with that. Should have went with that. I was going to say, who loves you, Bab? But yes, you're absolutely right. Um, he's put, He doesn't bite. He, he, so, so they get him in. He says he doesn't bite. He's not the type. He's not a murderer. Uh, and this the bit with the Sing Sing. He says, you know, they're all murderers. Uh, Sing Sing's full of non-murders. Uh, so they make a call. Yeah, he makes a call in now uh, and says, "How's the camera on the truck? Focus it on the second floor window." So they focus the camera on the, truck, the second floor window, and they've got a hostage with a bag on the head, and they shoot the hostage. Blood, explosion, death, screaming everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows you. Did you see the, see the way that the, the shot was when Denzel was going down the street? It's as if they put him on a skateboard and started pushing him down the street. Did you notice that? Yeah, and, and weird shot. It is. It's almost like there's a steady cam attached to him, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moving around. You, you, you kind of move with him. Yeah, it's very strange that. Yeah. He says two buses and a plane. Uh, he says, "Oh, and how about box seat? And you want box seats behind home plate at Yankee Stadium?" <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, those will obviously be the dearest. Don't kidder, kidder. Yeah, that's right. The chief comes down. And you're off the case! <laughs> Isn't it? Get out of there! <laughs> He's like, I went to bed, and I get waking up at three in the morning, and there's a dead hostage. Uh, and I thought, all right. And they've put Willem Dafoe in charge. They're going in. And there's a montage, basically, of it all going south, isn't there? Yeah, it went Pete wrong. Yeah, it went Pete wrong, yeah. Um, <laughs> So um, there's a great scene of it kind of going wrong, of them shooting one of the Steves and um, all the money, like they obviously bullets go into the money and all the money's kind of flying, and like bits of the money's flying everywhere. It looks fantastic. Such mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, yeah, good, good, well done. Great shot. Um, yeah. So this is where um, he has a conversation with the first cop on the scene. And he says, he says, oh, tell me about that, that time that, you, you know, the kid put the gun in your face. And he says, oh, yeah, this – and he uses the word spick, and, and I'm very against it, but just, just to highlight exactly what he says. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah. He says, yeah, yeah, he's shooting up this other, this – oh, no, he says this – he says, oh, could you, could you say it without – could you say it without the colourful 
without the colourful thing. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Thing. And he says, yeah, and, and who was he who was he shooting up? Oh, this no, 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 yeah, this African American gentleman. Yeah. Oh, African American, eh? Uh, <laughs> kind of like Jesus. And he says, Look, he says, Look, I'm I'm sorry, he says, but I'd rather be an old bigot than a handsome corpse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, okay. I, I do kind of get it. He says, but look. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna try and watch what I'm saying from now on because you never know who's, who's listening. listening. And that's where Benny drops. Denzel has a moment, but I miss the fact that it's a 22. That he says, "Oh, I had a 22 pointed in my face." A 22 is a um, a 22 caliber, also a 5.6 millimeter uh, bullet. Uh, it's a common cartridge for a handgun. Right. So there you go. A little bit about guns. Um, I've kind of got off the boil with guns, John. I've got to say. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of liked the idea of, of shooting a gun a few months ago, but we've not talked about guns for a while, and, and, and I know they're wrong. I know Maybe gun- you've just unloaded too quick. <laughs> Story of my life, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell you. Jesus. <laughs> oh, in there, though, eh? Um, no, yeah, so these realised that they've been bugged. Goes to the metal thing that there's ruined that uh, seat boy's neck, didn't he? And then realises they've been listening all the time. Yeah, they've been listening on that. And quick, quick, they know what they're doing. You don't go in, don't go in. They know exactly what, what we're going to do. Um, so they stop them. You've got to stand down. Um, and it's at that point that Dalton realises that they're on. They're coming in for real. Yeah, um, so he forces them kind of out up the stairs and out into the street. The door. Yep. And you mentioned before we started recording, this is kind of the only action scene, really, yeah. in the whole movie. They've used rubber bullets. They're shooting them with the rubber bullets. Mm-hmm. But they said they wanted that, and because that was for a Spike Lee film, he just bolted it on because it was the only action sequence in it. So, right, actually... And it was, it was it was it was good the way that the police just they weren't biased they were just shooting at anybody and grabbing them and throwing them all over the place women men kids the whole lot I think there's one scene where you see the father coming out with the son in his arms and I think even I was like they'd be better shoot that boy exactly and they 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 kind of they're all lying on the ground they're all kind of cable tied up it's like uh, Saving Private Ryan <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're all on the ball on the beach. Um, so the ESU team go in. I'd mentioned ESU earlier on, and this is where I'd made a little bit of a note. Um, ESU are the Emergency Service Unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are they are multi-trained units. They're trained in SWAT, hazmat, and scuba. Just like the Aqua Team. <laughs> just, just like the Aqua, just, yeah, just like the Aqueduct Team uh, and Scuba Steve. <laughs> scuba Steve crew. Ford. Um, <laughs> so they they head on in. The vault's clear. No money's been taken. Uh, they set a guy to do it, and he says, uh, "And don't get greedy." <laughs> he says, "Yeah." He says, "Don't don't get, get any ideas. Uh, get uniform and get one of them and count that money. And don't get yeah. greedy." And you, something to your superior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they find the guns. They're toy guns, and they can't believe it. I mean, toy guns. They held up a fucking bank with toy guns. Um, yep. The bag over, they find the bag over their head in the women's toilets. It's fake blood. It's got this squirty thing, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So no one's actually been. No, killed. no, no one's been. No one's really been. Nothing uh, been robbed. Nothing been stole. Nothing. Um, 
we get outside, they're putting them on a bus and taking this guy Carrot Top. He's taking names in a little ginger boy. He's really <laughs> angry. Name? Looks, yeah, it looks like the, the It really was, yeah. Carrot top. Um, there's a there's a, an actor called something lemon or lemon something, and his character goes. He, he tries. To, he's like, just give me your name. Just give me your name. <laughs> he wouldn't say anything. Yeah. Is it lemon? It's not Jack Lemon's son, is it? No, no, no. There's, there's, oh, that's going to annoy me. I'll I'll look for it while you. I was going to say because Jack Jack Lemon's a, Jack Lemon's son's an actor. Uh, I'm sure Jack Lemon's really proud of his not very good actor son. <laughs> um, so. That, that that's it, you know. That this. Yeah, we're back in reality, and I think they're just going over the sequence of events because uh, Denzel Washington's getting been told to bury the case. There's a lot of stuff, underhanded stuff going on. It just all feels as if something's missing, and we just yeah. kind of piece it together. We have nothing to go on. The captain says, "Just bury it." Um, oh, he yeah, says. Uh, he says. But we found that we found the missing money from I think it's like the Mendoza case. Mendoza Yeah, we found that Mendoza money. Case. Guess case. where it was. Guess where it was? He said, Oh, was it in my bank account or was it in my summer house in Sag Harbor? He says, No. He says, Well, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> Sag Harbor, by the way, is another mention. It's another mention of the uh of the Hamptons. It's the East Hamptons, population 2,169,000 people. And uh, the first U.S. customs house in Long Island was in Sag Harbor. I've let Rachel just make a little note on here. She's put, uh, John Bon Jovi has Hampton water wine. John Bon obsessed that girl. Um, Absolutely obsessed. She really Uh, is. Lemon Lemon Anderson. His first name's Lemon. Lemon, yep. Lemon uh, Anderson. Yep. Lemon Anderson. Wow. Two, two, two. Lemon Anderson. Two surnames. Two surnames. That's all right. How do you feel about that? Are you all right? right, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clive Owen. Two first names. Prick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we found the missing money. Is it in my summer house in Sag Harbor? He recorded the whole conversation with the mayor and Jodie Foster on the little kind of recording thing, um, yep. and uh, she says, "There's an old saying: when there's blood on the streets, buy property." Couldn't agree more. Keep me in a job, people. Buy property. <laughs> it's good. Uh, do it, please. It would be nice. Yeah. Uh, Jody, uh, it, sorry, go on. No, I think that conversation. I think he's pretty much going through the fact that there's everything been accounted for apart from one safety deposit box, wasn't there? Yeah, that's right. Which is like, no, drop it, drop it, drop it, uh, drop uh, safety deposit box box three nine two, which has never been recorded since was it nineteen forty something, wasn't it? 19, yeah, nineteen forty eight or something when the bank opened. Yeah, so that's it's just a mystery. So she's in some men's club, and, and and again she's she's she dressed the nines in this. She's in some men's club, and, and she goes into the in, in the bathroom, and the guy says, "Oh, ma'am, I think you're you're lost." Through the bathroom into a barber shop. Yeah, which is a real place. That 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 barber's a real barber as well. Oh, really? The guy cutting the hair. Yeah, the guy cutting the hair because they both mentioned his name, but apparently he's a real barber that works in the pain or some some gentleman's All right. club. Okay, I'd love to get my hair cut there. Oh, hang on. I haven't got any hair. <laughs> um, she just goes through. 
And she says, the gang leader's got the envelope. What was in there? He says, diamonds, a Cartier ring. He said, uh, they belong to my friends. Uh, they were Jewish. I could have helped them, but the Nazis paid too well. Yeah. That's really sad. And uh, really, really sad and just awful. Yeah. Um, certainly won't make a won't make a joke about that. Um, Cartier rings somewhere in my notes, John. Uh, Cartier is a French company uh, established in 1847 in Paris. And Cartier Sky Blue Diamond is apparently been um, appraised at 25 million pounds, euros. One pounds? Of the two, 25 mil. 25 mil. Let's say euro because they're roughly about the same. The pound is on its arse and the euro is doing not too bad. Good for them. Okay. And we're almost there, John. We're almost at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, he, she says, I'd love to tell you what a monster you are. But um, I'm sure an apartment to Bin Laden's nephew. <laughs> Bin Laden's nephew uh, on Park Avenue. And, and he laughed, didn't he? He's <laughs> like, they're like, using you as a reference. He says, yeah, but you're a reference. No, I'm like, whoa. Whoa, um, that's low. Your, your man Bin Laden was still alive right now. Uh, the recording of the film. He's not alive now. Yeah. We've seen that. Well, uh, have you seen that Bin Laden zombie movie? Where is he? <laughs> no. Zombie movie called, I think, Zomladen or something. Jesus. I haven't seen it. Of course, I haven't fucking seen it. Uh, um, and and this is where we find out what's happened. Put, and now it's the press stage. <laughs> this is the <laughs> reveal. So the reason they picked this storage room and why it was so perfect as he says is they basically built a fake wall in the storeroom so they they bought the the the, the rack out and they built a, a, a false wall behind where dalton would be they moved the dell boxes so he could live behind there and he sits yeah. behind there for what a couple of days uh, a week a week is it as long yeah. as a week yeah okay. and, and there because uh, later on it's, it's it tells you the time frame that has, has been in there for but i'll tell you what, once you get to it okay and and um and he's behind there and and that's where he records the or that's where you you meet him talking the, about the, yeah does the, the, a monologue that's right um so he's be he's been behind there he then moves out moves the the, the dell advertisement out of the way um and comes out, and they radio him and say, look, you know, the cops are just going in, the detectives are going in, and as he's leaving, he bumps into Denzel Washington, like proper bumps like him a, as well. a proper like, bump, isn't it? I, I mean, if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, oh, you prick, come on, way outside. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, but before that, they're having a discussion saying, um, he's been in there for a week, he must smell like shit, and that's, they say, that's why I've cracked a window. Oh, that yes, he does say that, but I, I missed it was a week. He said he, he must smell like shit. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, so they, oh, uh, they go and they open the case, and the only thing that's in there is one diamond ring and some juicy fruit, uh, which is yeah. Good is juicy fruit still a thing? Back then it was, yeah. But is it now? Uh, is it now? Oh God! I'll double check. Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. Um, because it's it's it, juicy fruit tastes amazing for like six chews, and then it yeah. tastes nout. Shitty uh, fruit. Yeah, and all I could think of. Hang on, uh, hang on. The chief out of uh, Cuckoo's Nest, because <laughs> he would offer them juicy yeah. fruit. Juicy fruit. 
Juicy fruit still a thing. Okay. Right. So you can buy some if you want some. Yeah, I'm got Yeah, I might buy some tomorrow. That would be interesting. <laughs> I'll let you know how many chews I get into it before it tastes of just fucking tree pressing. <laughs> yeah, but the, the and the the thing. So it's the ring, the juicy fruit, and just a letter that says "Follow the ring." Follow the ring. Story of my life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you watch that VHS again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I did mention that to Rachel. I said, "Are we following that video?" <laughs> <laughs> Follow the video. Um, yeah. So we. Um, so it's a Cartier ring in it. It's it a is Cartier a Cartier, ring. Cartier so ring. So that that one they had a loan of it for three days, and it was one, worth one point five million. It was a real ring. Oh really? Wow. Yep. Okay. A couple of things. Fact me up. Yeah. I missed loads here, John. That I'll have to go to at the end of the at the end of the, uh, the, the review of the film. It's okay. Um, we'll wash up. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to meet Mister Case. Uh, both sets go and meet Mister Case. Uh, he says three three four nine. There's no records. What's in there? Uh, and he says he says oh there's there's nothing. It's just you know it's just it, it wouldn't have any records. And as 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 they're leaving. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chetwell of Air Force says, he says, um, can I have a look at your shoe? He says, yep. He says, well, what? He says, no, no, let me see your shoes. Yeah, he says, he says, man, he says, uh, he says, you shoved that so far up his ass, it was the length of the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he did. <laughs> he did let like, him know that he had. Yeah, he absolutely had his foot. He ripped him up. He ripped him up. Because he had the ring as well, didn't he? He showed him the ring. He did show him the ring, yeah. He says, uh, so the Lincoln Tunnel, 2.4 kilometres. Oh, imagine having a sphinx to that long. Um, <laughs> it links New Jersey to Manhattan. It opened in 1937. And it costs you 16 bucks in a car. What? I mean, I, I can't imagine how much of a um, how much of a shorter journey it is than anything. And I, 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 I lost the will to fucking learn. I, I, I feel like I, I, I feel like. I mean, my commute daily is a nightmare as it is. Uh, I, I felt like uh, commuting around New York would give me hives. So I, so I kind of gave up on that. Um, but yeah, I would assume that that is that's got to cut out a lot of a lot of time. God, yeah. So we now are with the mayor and Miss White, who are having something to eat. Uh, at a posh restaurant, salmon. Salmon, by the way. Um, and then uh, he comes in. He's got this brilliant hat, Denzel's character. He's got this fantastic phrase. He's got this is great, it, great is hat. It a Panama he, hat? It, was it a proper Panama hat? I think it might be. Whipping the... I, I, I yeah, he whips the... He whips the brim of it. It looks yeah. fucking cool. It looks, looks so cool. Yeah. It's like... Because the concierge is like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, I take your hat. He's like, no, you may not. Get your own hat. You may not get your own hat. It's a great line. Um, and he sits down and, and, and he gives him a card. He says, oh, this is the number of the War Crimes Commission. And he says, oh, great great dinner. Thanks very much. And, and leaves. And the, the mayor says, War Crimes Commission? The fuck have you got me into? Um, <laughs> Yeah, he gives her the pen, doesn't he? It's like you can keep the pen, but it's the yeah, one he's got the recording on. Recording on it, absolutely. And she's caught him. She caught him coming out of the um, coming out of the the judges, the, yeah. the high judges kind of thing. Um, he goes home 
and the, the brother it's late at night the brother's been drinking he's asleep on the sofa it looks like he's been drinking a model rocket i don't know what it is it's <laughs> looks like a 40 doesn't it just a, <laughs> just a, a misc 40 we just call it a 40 with like a crown on it like a, yeah it's a bit weird isn't it it's really weird yeah um he's now a first class he's got the um he's got the first class framed um yeah. we had goes, date on it 2005 Oh, right. Okay. Yes, which was the actual date. So it shows the date that it was sort of issued. So it ran about 2005 then. He finds the diamond in his pocket. He finds a diamond in his pocket and then he realises it goes back to him having bumped into uh, uh, as he was leaving. uh, And she says, uh, come to bed. The handcuffs are getting cold. (laughs) Uh, Have you bought Big Big Willie and the Twins? (laughs) (laughs) Really? He's too busy. Really? He's too really? busy rubbing his. He's too busy rubbing his jewel, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's shining. He's shining it up for her. <laughs> shining the precious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the movie. The, the, the black. Yeah, the soundtrack, by the way, is really kind of. It's really noirish, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really noirish, kind of seventies, kind of cop stuff. It's really good. I've been listening to. Uh, that's my new thing. If we do a film, I listen to the soundtrack when I'm in the car, or if I'm just just doing some 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 work um, from home at the moment, of course, uh, which is really interesting. Um, loads of things I've missed, John. Um, Sag Harbor. We talked about Sing Sing. We talked about. Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, somebody, oh, so at some point, so the rabbi, uh, when they're tied up, says to somebody, somebody says, um, oh, should I, you know, do you think we can, do you think we can sue? And the rabbi says, yeah, go crazy. Go Meshuggah. Uh, go Meshuggah, which means Meshuggah means the actions of a crazy person. <laughs> Which, uh, again my yiddish translator helped me on that one um i've got to get oh I, i've got to go i've got mets tickets and this is one of the cops so this is is kind of as as they as it's getting late on uh mets tickets uh cost between 25 uh bucks and 339 bucks and the mets play at city field right and that's a massive jump for you that's such a small amount yeah, such a large amount. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty five dollars. You think that sounds pretty good? Probably about twenty quid, twenty three quid. Uh, it's right yeah. out the back though. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, it isn't. It turns out it's really low down at the front. Twenty five bucks. Yeah, um, I would assume. I mean, I was just looking at a picture of where you'd buy the tickets. I would assume it's it's tiered seating, uh, like no example. Ibrox or uh, Old Trafford or, or the Hydro Wembley, you know, the <laughs> fucking Hydro. Yeah, I don't go anything the Hydro where I can't stand. Um, I've got to go. Pedro's pitching, so I looked up Pedro Martinez. He's from the Dominican Republic, of course he is, either there or Cuba, uh, and he uh, he played for the Mets between 05 and 08, and he won fuck all with them. <laughs> wow, okay. Well done, Pedro. It's one of those sports where it's it's kind of... Um, Hat and mess. <laughs> well, yeah, indeed. Uh, where there's only really three teams. Um, I think there's the... Um, I think there's the, the Red Sox, there's the Yankees, and there's the Rail Riders. That's the third team. The Rail Riders, you know, our baseball team. 
I've heard that recently as well. Yeah, oh, of course, God. we talked about it in an episode. <laughs> a lot. I'm just, I'm just talking about, spoken about <laughs> this. Bloody head. How would Jim that? The Rail Riders are the podcast team. I'm going to get us shirts with our names on the back. It's probably going to cost us fucking The Rail. <laughs> All my friends. So the Rail Riders. I think, John, I think I'm just about. Out. Are you done? Are we done that's here? <laughs> We're done here. What have you got? Uh, that's it. I, I gave them all. I'll maybe snippet, so a bits and bobs. So, hang on. Movie? Hmm? Thoughts on the movie? Oh, no. I've, I've, I watched it ages ago and I loved it then and I really enjoyed it now. There's a couple of times I was like, oh, that's. When you look at it, see if it was. I know it sounds a bit weird, right? But see if that film was made by Ron Howard, you'd be like, oh, that's bad. But it's weird because it's Spike Lee. You can see that the stuff you see is basically the stuff that they get, and he's trying to show you. Yeah. But it's, it's such a strange thing to see in it because, as I say, if that was Ron Howard, I'd, everybody would take took offence. But because Spike Lee, that it's like he's doing it for social commentary. So, but I get it. But I, I definitely need to watch those improvised uh, those scenes again because it's like they're so weird, aren't they? Like some of them are just so well put together, but it's weird to think they were improvised. My, I loved it. What about you? Did you like it? Did I did, mate. I did. It's it's the it's the second time I've seen it. I remember thinking, yeah, it's all right. It's a decent enough heist movie. I love a heist movie. Uh, we've discussed it. I think you love a heist movie. Oh, you love a good heist. Yeah, we both I love do. a good heist. I love getting heisted. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't do yeah. heat. I wouldn't do heat though. I love heat, but I don't know if I, I could do it as a, a, a an episode. It's just, it's just. Oh, it's, I tell you one thing I do sad. like about heat. It's got a great cast. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Ooh, ah, it's got a great cast. <laughs> ah, I can't help myself. I know you can. You just, you just stop now. Just stop it. <laughs> How do you think we did, John, for things we've learned? Oh, God. Um, I'll start with 70. What do you mean you'll start with 70? 70 things. Okay. Yeah, we we got we got seventy things. We got a we got a few more. Seventy eight. Higher than a seventy eight, my love. Higher than seventy eight. <laughs> Ninety two. Little bit higher. Oh, you're kidding me! Oh, no way. A little bit, just a little tiny bit higher, mate. Ninety four. Keep going. Ninety five. Little bit more. Ninety seven. Hundred and four. Oh my yes! god! Yes! Yes! Well, that was okay. Got a pen it's... and it's somewhere. <laughs> Rachel's going to find that when she's working tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> mate, that was. It's it's obviously it's near Highlander, but it will have to do. Oh, <laughs> pal, the cat's just crapped himself as well. 104 hangs we learned. Man, that was. From Inside Man. Wow. That was Great. impressive. Considering yeah. it was just. I think we'd literally just wanted to do it because we wanted a Christopher Plummer movie just. Just to obviously just acknowledge the fact that he was a great guy, but he wasn't in it enough to want want to be now. Maybe we should have done a sound of music or something. Oh, like no, no, we're not oh doing yeah, music. maybe we're not one doing... day. That's yeah. my dream. <laughs> <laughs> Musical month. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Rachel that, that has suggested that we do Grease too. Uh, <laughs> oh Greece. God! Don't do Grease, but do Grease too. Um, <laughs> I I really yeah I really enjoyed it. It's been a good episode, but easily our longest episode. Uh, yeah, that's easily our longest yeah, episode. Like, it's, 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 it's a long one, but yeah. rewarding. It was a good film, and I think we both really enjoyed it. 
Yeah, absolutely it was. It was one that I, I wouldn't have thought of, of watching again, but I'm really glad we did watch again. Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I don't know why it came to me. It's just it was like we spoke about Christopher Plummer and then I remembered the cast. I think it was the cast I remember because having Jodie Forster, Denzel Washington and Christopher Plummer, and I know you hate them, but Clive Owen on this movie, it was, I think there was three Oscar winners and three Oscar nominees, wasn't there? So, volume before. Clive Owen's nominated for what? Um, Seen nominated for Children of Men. Is he really? Wow. Croupier. It's the first movie I saw him in. Have you seen Croupier? It's worth a watch. It's a good. Oh, picture. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you've seen it. Yeah, he yeah. said he was going to be the next big thing. At one point, I'm sure he was going to be James Bond. What? That was gonna. That was gonna be the thing. He was. He was pretty close for that. Uh, but we all know the next James Bond um, is going to be you, John. Well, did it, did it, did it. I've got already got it. My my double O. So thank you for joining us for this very <laughs> bumper, very stupid episode. Um, yeah. Where we, we, we had a lot of fun. Um, we, you can find us, please, on the socials, 100 Things Pod on Twitter. We, we like Twitter. We're gaining a lot of traction there. Uh, I post a lot of shit on there. John's just getting used to posting nonsense and being, being mentioned by people he's no idea who they are. Um, we're 100 Things Film on Instagram. We're on Facebook too. Just search 100 Things We Learned from Film. Wherever you listen to your podcast, please uh, give us a, a five star review. We've got some great five star yeah, reviews. Some, good, some comments Recently, as well. Yeah, some some fine comments. Uh, we've got some some we, we've got some fans out there, and it's really nice. They really do, yeah. They're still loving that video van. <laughs> they do love the video van. The Galleria boys love the video van. Uh, they're, they're really into that. And the the, the, the Belson boys, uh, or at least Gav, uh, Gav Belson uh, from uh, uh, from uh, Be There with Belson, which has taken me till now to get that that's a pun. Uh, I don't believe it. Uh, was <laughs> as soon as you said it to me, I was like, Be There with Belson. That's all I could hear. Uh, no, I'd be there with Belson. Okay, they're called Belson. Yeah, we're, we're, what we're going to be there with these brothers? Yeah, I get that. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, those those guys, those guys are on. So yeah, we're, look, we're, we're going to start doing guests again at some point. Uh, yeah. For now, we are going to continue bringing you a mixture of utter shit, great comedy, nonsense. Uh, fine films and most importantly yeah yeah most importantly we're we're having a laugh and we're teaching you a thing or two uh, which is is nice so yeah your uncle john and your uncle uh, plenty will uh will help you out where we can and steve and stevie might help as well uh, we've given up on that fucking pretense oh you give up on it oh Oh, yeah somebody wrote a card to you valentine's card i was stevie or steve oh i've had a dram i've had a brew dog (laughs) it is what it is um say good night john boy well guys look um as always stay safe and look thanks for listening and thanks for all the feedback some of the feedback's been really really positive i don't think we've had much in the way of of criticism because i think we're, we're our own worst critics <laughs> we really are we know actually we are you don't we really do but no we appreciate all the support and thanks for listening okay yeah much love stay safe uh he's been john i've been Mark. And I- 
We're Stevie. Steve-O and Stevie. <laughs> uh, and this has been 104 things we learnt from Stanley's. From Stanley? From Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> From the grave. Oh, no, he wasn't dead back then. Sorry. <laughs> 104 things we've learned from Stanley's superhero bank heist movie. Inside Superman. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 104 things we've learned from Spike Lee's Inside Man. See ya. See ya.